welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is episode number 223 of the Fret Talk Podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That's me. You are also joined by Lee. Say hi, Lee. I'm not well. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, the show must go on, though, eh? Show must go on. Yeah. We've got a, a busy mat this week. Uh, and our Josh is... Um, Josh is doing things. Uh, <laughs> to people while they sleep. <laughs> so, um, fret talk, like I say. I'm, I'm massively tired. I'm really tired. Um, I... But... Let's inject some energy into this uh, into this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've we've started off with oh, I'm ill. I'm tired. Don't don't want to be um, here. <laughs> no, um, I've got some world cool stuff to tell you, man. Really, really, really cool stuff. I had I had a bit of an adventure last week. Oh, pray tell, pray tell. So. Um, as many of you know, I now live in Sweden, and that means I can go and you visit what? my friends over. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it means I can go and visit my friends um, in Europe um, quite easily. So I, well, I did. Um, <laughs> so I was going over to Tonepedia, which is in northern Germany, which is very very close to me. It was only about an eight hour drive, which, in comparison to what it was, is, is nothing at all. Um, but about halfway there, there is a little pedal company you may well have heard of called T-Rex. Yeah, they and they did 21st Century Boy. Yeah, yeah. No. No, no. <laughs> Different one. So t- yeah, yeah, T-Rex has been around for a long, long time. Um, you'll know that they do like the Mud Honey um, Overdrive and... Yeah. Uh, the replicator tape delay and stuff like that. They're, they're very, very cool. And um, the replicator is super cool because it's like a, um, a pedal board tape delay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is um, amazing. Um, anyway, yeah, they, they basically lay exactly at the halfway point between me and Tonepedia. And they've got a McDonald's walking distance from theirs. <laughs> I mean that if that's not fate, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, also the guys there, Lars and um and Sebastian are absolute geniuses. That you know, they are really, really, really cool guys. Um, but they've been in this industry so, so very long. And they're they're super friendly, super, super cool guys. And they're like, Yeah, Lee, come on, come past you. If you're coming past, you've got to drop in and all this sort of thing. So I took some really cool pictures when I was there. Um, they've got like, have you ever seen those massive boss pedals they have for shows? They, they had one in um, in my local guitar shop. It, yeah, it was like, it they? was the entrance to like the pedal section. It was basically like a giant boss DS one. Yeah. So they've got that. They've got um, a couple of those. I took pictures of those, so you'll see them um, on. We'll put them on pedalboard to do them and, and Fret Talk podcast um, when we put, pin up the um, this podcast. So you should have seen them already. In fact, um, also they bought the rights to Echo Rec. So like the drum Echo Rec, you know, as used by uh, David Gilmore and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, people like that not stuff like that (laughs) um which sounds super 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 cool 
Uh, they bought the rights to it, so they they actually own Echo Rec as a company now. And uh, they've been making Bimson. a pedal version. Bin- huh? Binson, is it? Sorry, not Bimson. Yeah. Bimson's yeah, one yeah. of our Patreon backers. He not doesn't own the Echo Rec. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Binson uh, Echo Rec is owned uh, by T-Rex, and they've been trying to make a pedal version. Nice. Which is so cool. And they've been talking about this for, for years now. Everyone's kind of known about it, but they've been trying to fine-tune it. Yeah. And they said to me, look, we could release this next week if we want to, but we are still just trying to get this bang on. And they were showing me the technology of them making it, and I've been sworn to secrecy about the, the how they're doing it. But, oh, my God, it's so cool. Like, I was properly geeking out at an engineering level because uh, I, I, you know, I love physics and engineering and all these sort of things, and, and like we were like going into like the, the like the oh, what can I say without giving stuff away? It's really difficult. <laughs> I mean, um, the the little toenails and uh, the umpalumpers in their factory. <laughs> or have I said too much? Yeah. Do we need to do we need to cut this section though? It, it was like a case of when I was taking the photos, I had to take them at funny angles and stuff like that in order to get, like not show some of the machinery that was in there and stuff like that. Um, it's just outstanding. I had a really good time. And the, the, what's really cool is they had these um, shelves of all the pedals that they've made and uh, like a bunch of them they'd never released because there were things they did in cohorts with other companies and they didn't, finalized them they didn't get didn't actually get released and stuff like that yeah you're right i am yeah the missus having a shower and it's buzzing over there so i'm trying i'm trying to reject the sound um however if we mention it then uh it's kind of defeating the point listen to his wife shower <laughs> oh dear <laughs> please please don't that's it, it it comes across as creepy Although, if it gets the views or listens, or <laughs> we can sell this shit. <laughs> I mean, stranger things have sold, haven't they? I mean, I'm looking at you, Gwyneth Paltrow, in your vag candle. Oh, dear, she's a weird one, isn't she? Yes, yes, she is. Yes, very much so. Um, so, right. so, so, so you yeah. went to T Rex. You went to see T Rex. Yeah. And, and you know we were talking about the history, looking through all their uh, their pedals, and they've got like, you know, they were doing valve pedals before, well, before Blackstar. <laughs> so that way, um, it's not a competition. <laughs> no, um, they had some great stuff there. Really, really, really great stuff. Um, yeah. They had a drive pedal that was massive because it had a valve in it. It was like the size of a, a multi-effects, like a large multi-effects and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they had, um, I think I think that was one of the ones that had presets in it. So it was, an, um, you know, it was basically like MIDI. You could like choose your presets, but all the controls were motorized. So oh, okay. a, bit, a bit like the Chase Bliss stuff, but it was like yeah. rotary as opposed to sliders. Um. You know, and just looking at this, thinking, oh, my God, they were so ahead of their time. It was just people just didn't, I'm never going to need something like that. Uh, And then, (laughs) lo and behold, now we've got, like, the Ultimatones and stuff like that. Yeah. But 
Yeah, they they um they're well into their uh I've never known anyone that's so far into the digital and so far into the analog. Like it, they're almost mid scooped in, in that, like, <laughs> yeah, no middle <laughs> ground all of the extremes. Yeah, I like it's it really cool. Yeah, so 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 very very cool, uh, and they are—they're not just like people who can tinker with someone else's design and go, "Oh look, I've, I've added a switch here." Yeah, proper engineers. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the pedal industry is is definitely full of. Look, here's a new wrap with another clipping diode version, <laughs> or this is a slightly different tone sweep. Mm, yeah exactly and, and you know like things like the mud honey is i know it's an older pedal but it's um so it's a very different pedal it's not based on another pedal you know yeah they they say they've got the question they often get asked is like what what was this based on like what is this closest to yeah and it's not something they can really answer yeah um yeah, so. yeah and you you kind of have to then approximate through things that people would associate go well it's a bit like this pedal but with elements of this and and it, it the the description then ends up breaking down doesn't it yeah you said it's also like the sort of pedal that um people own multiple times like they buy it mm-hmm. have it for a while sell it think oh, what did i sell that for buy it again uh, and they go through that process two or three times, and they're like, "I'm, I'm just not going to sell it again." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's pretty damn cool. So that that's what I done with the guys at T Rex. That was super fun, and um, yeah, we had a good couple of coffees, and you know, sat down and had a good old chat about stuff. And we were just chatting about pedals in general for for ages and ages before we even went on to the Echo Rec. Uh, but that is so exciting. So, so exciting. Did they give you any hint as to when that might be out? No, he, he did say, you know, it's it's at the point where they've stopped giving a time frame because they, they don't want to disappoint people. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're, yeah, they're not it, at a point where they're seeing the end point just yet. No, and... The, the thing that's hitting everyone hard has hit them hard, which is components, um, getting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been so scarce that um, Clon is having to change its recipe. Um, oh, that's not that's not due to that. That's due to the diodes that he used yeah, are yeah. rare anyway. Yeah. So and he, the, it's not like they're made anymore. He just can't, can't find them anymore. Yeah. Um, but we've we've had other things as well, haven't we? Like the the um, LM three hundred eight, not not the way they used to be, and people are now hoarding um, stocks of those. And then I think that's because there's a lot of fakes out there. I don't I don't know if they're made anymore, but I think there um, there's just a lot of people. Just like basically branding any old chip LM three hundred eight and kind of hoping they get away with it. Yeah, so some unscrupulous fellows. Mm. <laughs> unscrupulous fellows. The 
what they've said is what really really hurts is you've got like a four month waiting time until you can get your components that you've ordered like for maybe three months earlier and you um and then you find out that you're um you've been pushed back because simply someone else has put in a bigger order and it's more important to them however because you can't get the stuff anywhere else there's nothing you can do about it yeah you're kind of just at the at the uh what's the word i'm after you're at the mercy the monopoly yeah at the mercy of the the component um distributors china (laughs) essentially is that isn't it it is and it's it's really really sad they they don't give a damn about the next echo wreck no they they, they they give a damn about who's paying the most and yeah, i mean that is the business, next iphone I suppose, or me. something yeah, yeah if you've got t-rex on one hand and you've got apple on the other hand you're going to appease apple aren't you well yeah yeah you would yeah because bigger business but hey really truly truly sad but um yeah they so they're they're suffering from that at the minute um to be able to make anything um yeah uh, but it does mean, I suppose, in the downtime of between making pedals, they, they are in the they do have the ability to design pedals, which is great. But yeah, um, I'm if I hadn't already said, super excited about the Echo Rec coming out. Uh, that's um, mm. we'll, we'll let you know as soon as that's um, released. We'll talk about it on here, and we'll talk about it on um, on obviously the news. But that's uh, super exciting. So then from there, obviously, I rocked up at Tonepedia. Um, stayed in the smallest hotel room I've ever known in my life. <laughs> it was classed as an apartment. <laughs> the guys had. I tell you what, though, it was brilliant because um, I was so happy that I got to stay in a hotel room because I was going to just keep on one of my mate's sofas. <laughs> I got a hotel room, so I was really happy about that. Nice. Um, yeah, and then one of my friends said to me, "Get this right, you'll love this." He said to me. Do you want to shoot some hookers? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drive along talking to him on the Bluetooth, and I was just like, uh, 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 "We're doing what now? Do, do, what? Yeah, what?" He's <laughs> like, "You want to shoot some hookers?" And I was like, "You know, among other things, that's illegal, <laughs> as well as like immoral." Um, <laughs> he didn't have a clue what I was talking about. So you know when people smoke sheesh, like the oh, sheesh hook- pipes, hookah pipes. Yeah, the the, yeah. the hookah is the um, the uh, yeah. the mouthpiece, isn't it? Exactly, because he's always calling it he, shooting yeah, hookahs. Sh- <laughs> yeah, and he didn't realize so that we call prostitutes hookers, hookers. <laughs> um, so there was this massive breakdown in translation. <laughs> oh. I was so confused. Uh, so that was yeah, that was fun. Um, so that night we went out and we um, got arrested for shooting hookers. <laughs> no, we had a, we had a great time. Um, it was nice. To, actually, do you know what was really cool, man? It was like hanging out with me mates and going for drinks and stuff like that. It's just I haven't done it since before COVID. Yes, it's it's been a long time. Um, yeah, yeah I, got a- I haven't seen you in ages. Other than like on here, indeed, yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be quite a while, even still. Yeah, it's crazy. 
it's um it is it oh is man it, it's just it, it was so nice we were just sitting in a bar drinking some jack daniels um just hanging out with my mates and you know one of them was emmanuel and i've been working well with emmanuel for for years now never even met him it was the first time we actually mm-hmm. met yeah you exist outside of the internet wow yeah and and the first thing you do is like you kind of judge each other's heights yes um, oh yeah must have been first time i saw you I was like, well, you're much taller than you are on a computer screen <laughs> well this is it because i i generally have my um my webcam up high everyone thought i was really short <laughs> i'm yeah. six foot three <laughs> it's like <laughs> everyone's like oh hello <laughs> you're right there lee <laughs> So, what did you say down there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that, that was interesting. I've, I've met quite a few of the guys before from Tonepedia, but there was people who have joined since I joined and so on and so forth. And it was, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, uh, we we did a movie night where we watched uh, Straight Out of Compton, and that was oh, nice. banging. That was really, really good. I'd never seen it before. Uh, it was so good. So, so good. And uh, then Emmanuel and I uh, just spent a whole of a day um, making love, filming videos, making love, Fil- filming videos, <laughs> filming, filming ourselves making. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we just played a load, a ton of pedals, and nice. just filmed ourselves playing with them and just having a laugh. He played, I dialed him in because he can play a lot better than I can. So, and I can dial pedals in better than he can. So it just play to your strengths. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Yeah, man. So it was really, really nice. Um, and whilst I was there, I caught someone's flu and it progressed. And then when I got home, I was like, I don't feel well. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, to be fair, bad. there has been like a, a pretty mad flu going around recently. Um, mm. They're calling it a super flu. Um, I, I think it's just, it's it's regular man flu that is going around, uh, but everyone's getting a dose of it now. Yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to feel human today, um, but I've been feeling pretty crap. It's, um, yeah, I actually worked a full day today, more or less, and uh, <laughs> I filmed another video. For Tonepedia, that was great. Whilst we were there, we had a, a play with the SY200. Oh, nice. We realised that there's some settings that have bass and drum on them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so you play along and, they, and it plays like a rhythm, a bass. It, a play, it basically is your backing track. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so so that was that was awesome. Um, then when I got back, I started to, oh, no, when I got there, I got my new acoustic as well. So we picked up, I had it delivered to the guys at Tempedia and picked it up while I was there. So I've got my new acoustic, which is a Seagull S3. Yes. Um, it looks, plays. it looks like an acoustic. Yeah, it is. It's, um, it's really nice. It's just like, it looks pretty standard, I suppose, apart from the headstock, which kind of like rather than getting bigger at the top, it gets smaller at the top, a bit like a to same principle as a PRS, yeah. So all the strings stay straight, um, so it stays in tune really, really well. Um, I'm I'm gonna set it up, but it's not far off. Yeah, um, just needs a little bit of a 
it's not playing out a tune or anything and there's no none of the frets are, uh, are dying but there is a bit of a bow on the neck so i need to just trim that in yeah. um plays plays really really nice and it sounds lovely it's very mid scoopy um which you know often acoustics are but it's really good if you're a singer songwriter or something like that because you, your voice isn't gonna be cut out yeah. um yeah it sits really nice in a kind of sparse mix. mix yeah exactly exactly that um it's not so great for lead but if i am playing lead it doesn't cut over the tv or something like that you know so it's yeah, yeah. it's nice very cool sounding guitar very very nice um after that uh the weekend i decided to build myself uh, a, a board that i can just demo pedals with easily yeah uh, utilizing the ir200 and ah, yeah, I yeah. so i thought i'd be pretty clever with this so um what i wanted to do is i wanted to have it so i could send the ir200 signal straight in sorry the pedal that i'm demoing mm-hmm. i want to be able to send that signal straight into the ir200 yeah without anything getting in its way but i also wanted to have a tuner and a drum machine on there so i could have something to play along to yeah um i also want a looper on this as well which i haven't done yet but i'm not sure how i'm going to uh, get around that but what i've done is i've got a gig rig wetter box so I mean, yes yes there's no <laughs> joke there oh mate did i show you the sticker that comes with it oh is it the one that said wetter is better yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> from uh, these chaps <laughs> indeed yeah um, I mean yeah, it, exactly it, it could, they could have gone with uh, wetter than an otter's pocket <laughs> I sent Dan a message saying, just like oh my god this is so funny and just sent him a picture of it and he was like yeah <laughs> like proud proud nod um, so the um the wetter box, it blends um, from one side to the other. You've got A and B. If you have it all the way, if you turn the knob all the way to B, you'll get one pedal. If you turn it all the way to A, you'll get another pedal. And if you have it halfway between, it puts both at the same level. Yeah. So what I've done is I've put the tuner and the drum machine, which is a Digitech S-Drum, which has got like little pads on it. You can tap and get your own rhythm, or you can just yeah. dial in whatever rhythm and tempo and so on and so forth. It's, it's really basic, but it's really funky as well. Yeah. Um, I've put that into one loop and then I've got the other loop where I'll put the pedal that I'm demoing in. So I can have the signal going straight into the pedal I'm demoing, straight into the IR200 and then straight into the computer. And that will have my amp and my cab on it and I can switch between amps and cabs. So I'm not having anything else other than the pedal straight into the ir200 because the wetter box is is true bypass um okay. and then if i want i can then start to um i can then start to um dial in a bit of drums on it as well so i can i can actually mix drums in at the level i want which is really really nice cool so yeah, it can give me some interesting demos and just gives it a bit of pace. I wish it had some bass on it as well, but you know, it is what it is. Um, still better than nothing. That's why I quite like um, 
I'd quite like a looper pedal on this as well, but I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to go about that. Yeah, it seems like quite a difficult one, Hunters. Needs to be before the drums. Otherwise, you're then going to record yeah. the drums. I think I'm probably just not. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I've also put it on this nice little white tray. Uh, is, do you remember the... Um, the things I used to have behind me, which would have the pedals on on my wall in the old studio. Yeah, I vaguely do, yeah. The shelves. Um, so they're the IKEA picture shelves, and they're perfect for putting pedals on. Um, yeah. So I've basically got it on one of them, and it's right in front of me. I can pull it out onto the desk, use it, pick it up, and put it back. And everything's already plugged in, ready to go as well. Nice. So, yeah, pretty simple, and it should lend itself some really good uh, results. Yeah, I just you've... need to try and find my um, my uh, what you call it camera, my um, GoPro. Oh, it's the like a, yeah, the, like a pedal view. Yeah, I'm not sure where it is. Might end up using the uh, yeah webcam. I'm not sure. That's I mean, not though. If worse comes to worse, you can use your your mobile. To just have like it because it's not going to be full screen, is it? Having the um, tell you what, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, See? really, really good point. Yeah, not just a pretty no face, or <laughs> or a pretty face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So. I know that I've been nagging for probably about 20 minutes there, but I've been very busy, and but that's what I've been up to. That's what I've been doing. Uh, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I've done a, I've done a few demos. Um, two weeks ago, I did the um, the budget um, recording rig on Pedal Boards of Doom, um, which I managed to get under £100, a uh, direct recording in rig, um, which is it's doing quite quite nicely on pedal boards. Doom, I, I was really proud of that as well. I put loads and loads of, loads of effort into that one. Um, so, yeah, that that one was really cool. Um, recently, on the uh, budget pedal chat channel, I had, um, in fact, actually this this week for us, last Friday for you lot, will have been. The iSet distortion, um, which is a, a mini pedal distortion with three uh, three different kind of voicings for the distortion. Um, there's kind of mid mid focused. It almost sounds like um, the kind of compression that you get with active pickups. That kind of really compressed mid range. Mm -hmm. um, then there's a, a, a like a boost. So that's like high boost, and then there's no boost which opens up the pedal and you get loads and loads of bottom end with that one. And then there's the low boost, which um, gives you a really kind of scooped sound. Um, not usually my cup of tea. It's it's a lot heavier gain than I usually go for, but actually I got some really cool tones out of it. Um, yeah. They're fun, aren't they? The high gain pedals are fun. Yeah, I think it was that. It was a case that I, I I went into it knowing that this is not going to be my go-to for everything. But actually, it's not bad. It's not bad. And like you get those proper 
um, like teenager bedroom scooped tones as well, which was really cool. I enjoyed that. Mm. Um, and so there was there was a reason why I was I was a little bit tired this week because um, last night uh, I was doing a band rehearsal um, and we we were rehearsing until pretty stupid late. Um, really, what time? Uh, so I think we we ended the uh, ended the rehearsal about I think it was about like ten to eleven, um, which meant that I I ended up getting back just before midnight, uh, which I mean for for any youngsters out there, I'm not entirely sure our demographics full of youngsters. I'm sure I'm sure our, our listener demographic is full of people who will fully. No, you're all, you are all young at heart. We, <laughs> you might be young at heart, we, but. You, you all we feel have, you. <laughs> no, I think they. I've, I think they're feeling me with this one. They feeling uh, getting in bed by a decent decent hour. Oh mate, don't because uh, I'm a, I'm an hour ahead of you. And when these drag on, the, not drag on, but sometimes yeah. we do get into a flow, don't we? And then by the time we finish, it's like midnight here. Absolutely. Like, oh, I'm off to have a shower. I'm like. Shower. You, you what? Mate, it's, it's tomorrow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed. But, yeah, my my kids have. Um, I don't know. They've just not been sleeping through properly. I th- I think it's they they're probably coming down with what I've got or something. But they've not been sleeping through properly, and uh it's nothing like being having a, a bad night's sleep, is it? No, it, it sets you up for a terrible day the next day, doesn't it? It's not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's uh, it really in. But where is us? Where is us? It's really cool. What did what um what sort of stuff did you practice? Then Was uh, it, were you there late because you were getting things wrong? No, we we've, we've got a depth drummer. Um, so we were we were basically running through the entire set. Um, we're doing our standard stuff, which is kind of uh, like seventies, eighties soul pop. So like Tina Turner and Stevie Wonder and all of those kind of things. Uh, it's the best, simply. Yes, simply is the best kind of music. Um, it's like it's really good fun to play because you're not kind of you're not playing the same like tired material that everyone else is doing. Like <laughs> a handful of Stones tunes, a handful of like classic rock covers. You're not doing those those ones, and it's it's quite nice having the uh the time to just sit back in in the song and and find the pocket and get in that groove rather than this is a song about the guitar theatrics um so i'm quite enjoying that actually um just like finding the finding these little funk pockets to sit in um mm. So that's that's mm. really cool, actually. Um, <laughs> my my voice is a little bit shot today because I, I had the first um, first rehearsal where I was expected to do backing vocals. Um, uh. So two hours worth of belting it out was uh, was tough. But there we go. Were you there? Sounded exactly like it. Um, yes, I was. there was something that um, <laughs> that happened before I got to rehearsal yesterday. Um, I you shit your pants. I mean, there was that, uh, but they 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 will excuse that. Um, 
when I was loading the car, I dropped my uh, like the power supply for my really cheap Joyo um, pedal. It's essentially like a a daisy chain pedal supply, um, but I broke the uh, the third pin off um, off the uh, the pedal um, like the outlet plug. Um, and although it still works because the the two like the the positive and the negative side still work uh it it's kind of spurred me on the fact that i've got i've got better power supplies that i'm just not using at the moment and i just use that that one because i i've had that board for quite a while and i'm just kind of lazy um <laughs> so mate I'm disgusted by you right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, how often have I talked like about, oh, this power supply is really, really good. And, uh, yeah, and you're just like, yeah, I've got this box and it's got like a daisy chain inside. And and because and, and, I'm, I'm I'm a lazy northerner, I, I just couldn't be drawing. And I've got, I've got a better one sitting over there, but uh, I'm, I'm just lazy. Yeah, essentially <laughs> was that. Um, it, like the needs, the needs never arose. The pedal supply worked, like the power supply worked. I never had any issues with like extraneous noise at gigs and stuff. Were you running your stomp through this as well? No, I'm not running my stomp, no. Um, All right, good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> had, like, had I decided to use the stomp, I, I would be using good, good power for it because it's all just like analog stomp boxes. It works fine as like a, a giant daisy chain. Have you um, not got a reverb? No, no, I haven't, no. T- tell us your pedals. Right, so, f- like, going in, you've got a tuner. Then you go to a Marshall compressor into a... Um, it goes then into a Chevtone prototype. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. it was basically the Preacher, so, like, a tweed yeah. amp in a box. Okay. Um then into the Mojo Mojo, then mm-hmm. into a Moore Green Mile as the boost. Right. Um, then into a Moore um, Chorus, uh, sorry, Ensemble King um, for modulation. Then you've got something else, possibly. No, you haven't. Then it goes into the um, Joyo Analog Delay, and that's it. Okay, you have better pedals than that. I do, you yeah. Own better pedals than uh, that. I absolutely do. Yeah, completely. Uh, apart from the you Mojo Mojo, a, which you and I need to have a sit down and redesign <laughs> a pedal board. We need to work on this because you can get better tones than that. Well, I mean, and that's kind of what I was suggesting today. The the drive section is absolutely a star quality. The the Preacher and the the Mojo Mojo are a fantastic combo, and together, like when paired. Like I, I basically got the the Mojo Mojo on all the time as like a really light gain, because mm. um, it because I'm like individual guitarist in the band. It just thickens everything up enough that I can use it all the time. Then when I need to do the the like the couple of rock classics that we do, uh, I stamp on the um, the Preacher, which is relatively hot. It's not absolutely gunned, but it's relatively hot. And then paired with the the mojo afterwards, it just it gives me enough gain that I can get away with it. Um, but yeah, I mean part like part of the reason why I'm using 
some <laughs> suspiciously cheap pedals. Uh, I mean, number one, it is absolutely on brand for me. Uh, yeah, that's fair play. Uh, I mean, you you practice what you preach, don't you? Um, the, the, the tones are like more than good enough as well. Um, I've I've never had anyone come up to me at a show and go, mm, "Well, I don't know about that sound." Um, but like where we where we tend to do gigs as well um, is not where you're on a stage. It's it, you're kind of mixed in with the crowd, and they're just separated by. <laughs> Uh, by the equipment that you've got in front of you. Um, I've had a few gigs where there have been beer uh, spillages very, very close to the board. Um, yeah, all you, all you need to do is hit one of them and the rest of them back up a bit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's not that they're, they're on top of me, but they're like the 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 venues are tight packed enough that if i start swinging for people uh there's going to be no space so um <laughs> the the whole idea behind the board is that it is it is ultimately replaceable mm. i've i've yeah, got no it makes sense like if my joyo analog delay gets beer spilt on it and i have to replace it i'll be like oh well that's 20 quid down the drain um the only ones really that would take any replacing uh is is that uh preacher prototype which is pretty much one of a kind yeah but you're like mates with the guy who made it so like really good mates with the guy who made it so yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah yeah if if there was like if there was any damage to it i'm sure i could have a chat with him and he'll he'll sort me out with repairing yeah man so have you been up to anything else uh have i been up to anything else let me That's have a look what I, just said. Yeah, I know <laughs> um no no i haven't we should do some news we should right, definitely okay. do some news because i mean to be fair there are there are a few newsy bits this week that are worth mentioning um we had a bit of a dry right. spell for the past couple of weeks but I've got break. I've got some breaking news for you right now. Go on, go on. News. Go on. The the ridge. The ridge. Pedal oh, the Kernum Ridge will be coming out to me fairly soon. Nice. Uh, no, it's not like really great news, but it's like I've literally just been told about it as we're talking now, and I'm like, because <gasps> I'm so excited for that. That's pretty cool, and I I would like to be proven wrong on this one. Because I was sceptical. I was definitely sceptical. Um, I mean, I got more excited about it when I heard your um, your news feature on it. Because you were yeah. like, explaining a few of the features. Oh, that, that might be pretty cool. Um, but I, I want to hear some tones. I want to hear how how good it is and how, how much versatility you can get out of it. Yeah, I, I've got a funny feeling there's going to be some tones in there that you just that are, that are brand new and unique to it, and that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's just kind of going to be the kind of thing that you you create a song and you're just like, oh, I just don't have the right pedal for it. Hang on a minute, this pedal does everything. Let me see if I can dial it in something that works perfectly for it. So it's, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. I, I think it could be like the 
drive pedal, if you yep. know what I mean. So are we reckoning that this is going to be a contender for gear of this annum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's definitely not going to be a budget pedal. But, oh, yeah. It, uh, won't, it won't be my pick at all, but... Yeah. yeah like, uh, specific uh, gear of this annum. Tell you what, it's got, it's got to go up against the SY200, though. Oh, it does. It does. And it kind of fits in that same, like, preset heavy category as well, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, it's it's like, here, here's a pedal that was great, but look, we're going to add MIDI to it and make it even better. So, yeah. 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 Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. I just want to see how many times I can say yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. So let's let's get yeah get news news to start off with. I reckon we yeah. start off nice and we warm it up a little bit first before we go yeah. heavy news. So we're gonna go yeah. Catlin bread first. Yep. 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 So Catlin bread, yeah, mm-hmm. um, have released the cloak, which is a shimmer reverb. Um. So it's a room reverb with an added shimmer control. So four controls, uh, room size, high cut mix and shimmer which all quite usable um mm-hmm. high cuts useful on a shimmer yes and just as a reverb in general because you don't want too much brightness otherwise it gets in in the way of your your tone so being able to mm-hmm. cut out some of that brightness really really allows it to sit back in the mix to where I know you want the guys are Catlin Bread, and um, they are proper pedal geeks. Oh yeah, I, I imagine so. Because they're the guys who used to write the tone report. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's um, yeah, really, really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a switchable bi- uh, bypass as well. You can have true bypass, or you can have buffered, which also allows for trials, which is a feature. It's definitely feature. Um and it also allows nine to eighteen volts, so massive headroom. I think if you are running this and you have the option of running an eighteen volt, definitely, definitely do. I mean it's a digital pedal, isn't it? You'd assume so, unless it's got an analogue room inside it, Lee. Yeah, so I've I've never heard of a an a digital pedal with having like the option to run a different type of power into it. Can you think of one? I don't know. I do not know. Uh, I would suggest it might have some sort of analog drive through on it. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm a bit confused by that. I will have to inquire. I will indeed. have to inquire indeed. I'm very interested in that. Right, so for a pedal with all of this feature set, relatively, relatively modest in terms of like reverb feature set. Um, generally quite straightforward. What are you reckoning price wise? Two fifty. You really, really thinking two fifty for for a pedal? There, it's two oh nine nine nine. Not far off, was I? You weren't far off, no. And what weight would you think it is, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> what what size is it? <laughs> it's like it's... a standard MXR style. Okay. 
But remember, it does have a room inside it. And it also about, has a waterfall, four, maybe. About 450 grams. Four, 450 grams. Let's... Uh, yeah. So get in the Fret Talk <laughs> podcast group with, <laughs> with if like how far Lee is out with that. Because uh, we, we were having a little chat the other week uh, and it turns out Lee has got a, an insane superpower, which is he can, he can generally guess within... Within about a, a range of about 20 grams either way, the weight of a, a guitar pedal. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so weird. <laughs> it's, it's an insane... I mean, it is the, the most useless superpower. <laughs> but, like, a superpower is a superpower, so... <laughs> there, there is a little bit more of an explanation to this i do a lot of the description well pretty much all of the descriptions and attributes for the pedals that go onto tonepedia and there's like hundreds of the buckets we've got 300 of pedals on there so you kind of like start to see the patterns and these sort of things but it does make me sound a bit crazy doesn't it i mean it's, it's got a touch of like the savant or like a little bit rain man Look somewhere along those lines. Um, but hey ho. Um yeah, I th- I thought for the for the feature set that's that's quite a lot of money, but there you go. Yeah, no, it's it's uh it's the R and D that's gone into it, isn't it? They've created a whole new um digital reverb shimmer which um It's hard to get right. Gather, is that- it's, it's easier to do nowadays because certain technology was opened up um, about a year ago, six months to a year ago. So a lot more uh, digital pedals will be coming out with uh, that sort of feature set. Um, but I, I suppose you've got to license the tech. You've got to, um, and you've got to get it right. Like you say, you've got the wages behind it and then you still got to make a profit on it. Absolutely. Um, or I'm thinking like comparable to, what else there is at that price point? Um, is it um, is it um, presets on it? I'm not entirely sure. I don't think so. I've not seen this. I've been a bit out of the loop because I've been in bed for about a week. <laughs> so there you go. So um, the, between this this podcast and the next podcast, have a bit of research. The Cloak by Catlin Bread. Um, mm. Right, we've got three guitars now. We've got three guitars. I don't think we're quite warm yet. I, I reckon we're going with the the lukewarmest of the lot. We're going to go for the Kramer Cobra Kai Beretta. So the Beretta, the Kramer Beretta, is a very much a gunslinger's guitar. It's single pickup, like a slanted humbucker, Floyd Rose tremolo system, one control, and just very little. And that's a tone, is it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's a it's a weird kind of bass bass filter. No, it's not. It's um, <laughs> it's a it's a volume control. But on this, it's uh, it's both a volume control and push pull gives you series and parallel um wiring for the humbucker. So there's a little bit of versatility with it. I don't think versatility is necessarily the name of the game for this one. Um, it's got a Duncan JB in the bridge. Uh, it's got nothing in the neck because it's a single pickup. Um, it's maple neck, 22 fret. Um, Floyd Rose, uh, 1000, kind of one of the mid-range uh, Floyd Rose tremolo units. Mm. So 
okay, but not particularly great. Mm. It's called the Cobra Kai. Why would you think it's called the Cobra Kai? Um, because of Karate Kid or something like that. It is definitely because of Karate Kid. It's got the Cobra Kai um, logo and their motto emblazoned on it. Yeah, I've not watched any of these Karate Kid um, series, this Cobra Kai or anything like that. I, I used to love the movie when I was a kid, but like the the trilogy when I was a kid. But um, I mean, you are you're very much discounting the Karate Girl or whatever it was. They like the Karate Kid's girl's sister or something, <laughs> which was part of the part of the movie dynasty. Way beyond me. I think I grew up. <laughs> I, I, I can't actually. No, no, no. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've just got to tell you now. Don't don't go back to those movies. Like just 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 keep the the nostalgic uh, memories. I have wanted to watch the one with um, Will Smith's kid um, in it, but um, uh, yeah, I don't really like Jackie Chan. I know it's like a lot of people don't like that, but uh, I I don't know. It's I, I really like Bruce Lee and stuff like that. I, used to, I was well into my martial arts when I was younger, and, uh-huh. and Jackie Chan is just kind of like, oh, it just it was just like, hang on a minute, this isn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he made it accessible to to a wider audience, didn't he? He was actually a, a student of Bruce Lee, and he he um, not not in terms of like his um, fighting, but in terms of his film career, he he looked up to to Bruce Lee, and they they had a, a friendship, I believe. Yeah, I've I've heard that. But you've got to remember, Kirk Hammett studied from Joe Satriani, so. Um... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I like Kirk Hammett's playing. I, I only take this. I, I really like Metallica a lot, so I, sh- I shouldn't really. Um, but no, uh, yeah. So Cobra Kai. Uh, so does that add a lot of value to this, or a lot of perceived value to this? Is this a guitar that's going to cost like twelve hundred quid because it's got a Cobra Kai on it? Um, I mean, it's not twelve hundred quid, so. We're not that far ahead, but it is £859. Yeah, I suppose you could buy it and put it up in your karate club or something, <laughs> couldn't you? <laughs> like my, my karate club. The uh, the budget pedal chap karate club. <laughs> For some reason, I think uh, my dojo would not do well. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's... <laughs> It's a, it's a little bit gaudy. It's it's not for everyone. It it seems a little bit like it's maybe twenty years too late. Um, yeah. Though is is Cobra Kai set at the same time period as Karate Kid, like in the eighties? I assume so. Yeah, I've not watched it myself. Ah, uh, right. Everyone's watched it. I, th- I thought one of us had watched it. <laughs> Well, it's probably Matt. If, if one in three people watches it, then Matt's Mate, designated it. I, I want to digress slightly. Go on, let's let's have a little digression, and then we'll do our final final two bits of guitar news. Do you remember I said a while back that soon we're all going to be talking about low gain, as in 
<laughs> Logan. <laughs> it's funny because it's a character from this really popular TV series that hasn't come out yet. What? Which is based on a series of books I absolutely love. Uh, yeah. uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> right, okay. So uh, months ago, months, maybe even a year ago, um, we were talking about low gain as in opposite of high gain. Yes. And I said... Ah, well, soon there's going to be a TV series that we're all going to be watching and it's going to be like the next Game of Thrones. And it's amazing because it's based on one of my favourite book series and that's going to be coming out very soon and there's a character in it called Logan. Okay. And we're all going to be making jokes and there's going to be loads of memes about it and that sort of thing. So that comes out at midnight today. Oh, okay. What what is that series called? Wheel of Time. Wheel Um, of Time. I am absolutely, like, so, so anxious. I, I can't wait to see it. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to wait until, probably until the morning or whatever <laughs> to watch it. Well, if if we're podcasting until midnight, then... <laughs> we are not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go. Um, I, re- I reckon we are, we're Sorry. warm, we're warm enough now. I reckon we're warm enough. We can go for the big, the big, the big boy. Um, Acoustasonic. <sighs> the Acoustasonic. The Fender Acoustasonic is, it's a guitar. It. I mean, it was, it's divisive. It was very pricey. They have listened to the, the people who said, this is ridiculous. How are mere mortals supposed to afford this? And they have gone to the Mexico factory and said, make it happen. So that's what they have done. The Fender Acoustasonic made in Mexico. Um, they've cut back on a few things. Have they? They have. Um, right, right, so first first thing, we've got the, the finishes. We've got uh, brushed black. We've got butterscotch blonde, shadow burst and arctic white. So we've got four finishes. Um which none of them are like the the um pastel-y colours that the originals came in. Um okay. or the exotic ones I think they also did as well, didn't they? Um so this has got two pickups rather than rather than three and the uh so it's a piezo pickup and a noiseless N4, which apparently was um it was uh, designed in conjunction with Fishman. So you've got like silent um silent tones rather than any any kind of noise noisiness. I mean being noiseless as well. You'd expect that. What are you talking about? Look <laughs> any kind look cuz it's a, an acoustic guitar having a an electric pickup in it you'd you'd be more prone to hum feedback. Yeah, any right. hum and feedback and anything like that, and this is this has been designed in conjunction with Fishman to avoid that as best as possible. Um, the the tonal selection on it is, is basically like a best of the Acoustasonic um, because it's got less pickups than the original version. Uh, they've basically given you six options. Uh, and you've basically got three, uh, three different switch positions, and then you've got a blend pot which blends between the acoustic and the um, the electric sounds. So, like six voices with kind of an infinite shape between them. Um, 
the original came with a rechargeable battery unit which you used to like you'd plug in and it would it would allow um like a certain amount of time charge on it whereas this is run by a nine volt battery um so they've they've scrapped the the rechargeable battery thing um, okay which but you you can if you want to like just put a rechargeable battery in there i mean that's that is a hack there lee that is a hack life hack <laughs> <laughs> like we we all do it if we've got active pickups we we put a rechargeable we get a rechargeable couple of batteries uh, that's that's what you do isn't it yeah so um um and for like gigging musicians that's probably a better choice because if you've got to ensure mm. that you've had it like got your guitar charged um as opposed to oh, i'll just stick another nine volt in it uh, apparently it gives you 22 hours worth of charge on a 9-volt battery. Right. Um, so the originals were about like 15, 1600, these were, weren't they? Yeah, I think this one, I'm going to take a guess that it's about £910. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you pretty much crack on there, like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if we've spoken about this before. Um, yeah, so it's quite a, quite a considerable chunk of saving right there um a lot a few of the features are stripped down but the general gist of it you're getting getting the same it it was a bit of a divisive guitar it divided opinion um i don't think the fact that it's cheaper makes it any less divisive however for those people who did want it and 1500 was a stretch too far this is now slightly more attainable yeah so i'm i'm a bit confused you said that the it's only got two pickups instead of three yeah i don't remember the original one ever having three pickups what were the three pickups on the original i don't fucking know <laughs> i just know that it had three pickups um i don't know if it had like two electric pickups and one piezo mm. whether it had like two blendable um bridge pickup uh, like bridge mounted pickups for the the acoustic tones i don't know i just don't know lee i just don't know um um okay but yeah it had more tonal options more tone more tone it, it's a bit odd um yeah, I. Do you know what? I've I've never been that into these. I've I've kind of like, I thought the Jazzmaster one looked pretty cool. Okay, um, yeah. It, it suited it a little bit nicer, but I've, I don't know. Uh, they're so different, aren't they? But do you know what? They kind of get. They're kind of growing on me. There are things that grow on people that aren't very good, so that's not necessarily a good thing, but. <laughs> Um, you know, it's better than a wart. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I quite, I you can take actually, that one to the bank, Fender. You can take that that quote to the bank. Better than a wart, pedal wart. <laughs> no, do you know what? In all honesty, I think I'm starting to like them. Yeah, I don't think I ever will. Like the electric sounds aren't good. They're just not good. Are they not? The acoustic. I mean, it sounds better than if you tried to run an acoustic through distortion. 
don't get me wrong, but it doesn't sound good. The acoustic sounds don't sound good. Um, oh, okay, I, I'm just looking at purely an aesthetic thing here. I just assumed at that price point for um, and from Fender, it would just be good. Well, I mean, some people might like the sounds of it. I the the stuff that I heard from it, the um, the electric sounds were a bit brittle sounding. So they they mm. had a bit of that kind of uh, like acoustic direct in tone to it. Oh, um, okay. And okay. The, the acoustic tones were a piezo pickup tone. So, like, they're not, it's not good, is it? It's not a particularly great sound. Well, that's a, that's a shame. I'll, I'll definitely have to watch some videos on because I've, I've just not paid that much attention. Uh, and uh, do you know what? From, from a side, they're quite nice, but when you look at them dead on, they, they look a bit funny, don't they? No, oh, I don't know. I don't want to be rude about something someone's put so much hard work into. I just don't like to do that if I can help it. Yeah, but they so are I'm shit. Stop so. talking. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. So, what am I what, looking at here then? Yeah. Do you know what the, the Jazzmaster one does actually look better? Yeah, because they did a they did a Tele style one, a Strat style one, and a Jazzmaster style one, didn't they? Hmm. Oh, um, do you know what? I was looking at the telly one. I, I'm never fond of a telly. The strap, yeah, the strap one does look a bit better. I've never liked the shape of a telly. Never ever liked it. I want a telly. I want a black. Um, I want a black guard, but I've never really been that fond of the shape of the telly. Yeah, I mean, they are they like they're a little strange, but I, I like tellys. I'm, I'm a fan. Hmm. Um, we've got one last bit of news. We're just over the hour mark, but I reckon we can we can knock this one, knock this one out quick and get to bed early. Is it another single coil? Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a single pickup guitar, yeah. Uh, Not F- a single coil, single pickup, yeah. <laughs> it, um, it is a single coil as well. Uh, so, Epiphone, Billy Joe Armstrong, um, Les Paul Junior. Um, they. Did a Gibson one. Uh, they did a Gibson one with a humbucker. Um, they've now done an Epiphone one. Uh, so, what makes it different than the standard, um, the standard Les Paul Junior that they do in the the Epiphone range? Uh, it has got the Epiphone Pro P90, um, which apparently is an upgraded version. It's a little bit hotter. Uh, they use CTS pots. I say pots. Is it just one pot or is it two? Oh, it's a volume and a tone, isn't it? Yeah, so it'll be yeah. CTS pots. Uh, it's mahogany. It's got a thick thick 50s style neck uh, with Indian laurel or yanni. No, laurel uh, fretboard. And, and, and hardy. <laughs> laurel and hardy. Um, and the, they've got a wraparound stop tail, which is one of those really annoying ones that has just got the, I think they call it the lightning bolt because it's got like steps mm. in it, and you you essentially like your um, intonation adjustment is 
basically two grub screws on the side. Mm. Um, so it's not particularly great. Um, but it is, it's of the style. Um, it's, yeah, it comes, it comes with a hard case and I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but I think the hard case might be leopard print lined, uh, which is, uh, uh, that's fucking rad and you know it. Oh, I, I hate leopard print. Get out. I just get out. Uh, uh, um, five hundred quid. Uh, you're not far off. Five four nine. Five four nine. Um, what what say you? For for a um, I, I like juniors. I really do. I think they're really really cool. Um, I prefer SG juniors personally. Yeah, because they, they just look awesome. However. Uh, 500 quid for an Epiphone Junior because yeah. it's got someone's name on it and, and some pots which cost about £12 each um, <sighs> mate it, okay like here's the thing right you think of Green Day you think of like three kids who started a band and just started doing punk and punk's all about you know being kind of like it's kind of like the early rap music where it was about being poor and these sort of things and not understanding the world and these sort of things, you know, it was, that, that was the, that was the punk thing, wasn't it? It was about like, I'm different from society and these sort of things. Now, yeah, it was anti-societal. Yeah. Yeah. And now anything that comes out with like anything to do with Green Day, look at that MXR pedal, which they brought out loads of them. No one bought them, so they re-released them with less graphics on them and uh, and, and a lot, lot cheaper. Um, and anything they, that's got Green Day written on it that's to do with music gear is well expensive now. Yeah, they 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 had a limited run of the the Dookie Drive and they sold out of them. I don't know where you got your your idea that they. <laughs> oh, okay. I was I, was, I can. Okay, I thought no one bought them because I don't see any. And I see most pedals. Um, <laughs> like Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see your pedals. <laughs> and I know how heavy they are. <laughs> He's like a reverse Santa. He sneaks into your house at night and looks at your pedals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But, but no, I, I just feel like it, it's kind of like anything Green Day touches, um, it's like really, really expensive. And I, I kind of want them to be like fighting for the man as opposed to like banging him down. I mean, it, it's um, it's a bit like uh, Roger Daltrey from The Who, isn't it? Like spent his youth going, oh, yeah, we're fighting against my generation my generation and then it's still his generation <laughs> but his generation are now voting for the conservative party and saying well it's my wealth is my wealth so fuck mm. all you poor students did you um, hear he was reported at saying that the rolling stones uh, are basically a blues covers band a bad pub band yeah i mean they are the bad pub band though aren't they um I don't know, and they've got some cracking songs. They, they are the songs that you hear bad pub bands playing because that's what everyone likes because yeah. it's that they did it and everyone's trying to play their songs. The one that goes... It could be any of them. They all sound like that. Um, <laughs> so, back to the Billy Joe. Um, 
I was a bit torn on this one because actually, <laughs> five hundred quid for a single cut, um, like P ninety Junior, is not too far off market. Uh, it has got Epiphone on the headstock, which makes some people a little bit biased. But actually, um, there's like the, they do the the non signature version for about three and a half hundred. And then this one comes with the 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 case and with the like the 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 signature artist kind of following with it as well. I was I was torn in two minds as to whether this was actually a bad deal or if it was if it was okay. Um, it really it was really kind of confusing me because I was I was kind of flitting between the two. Uh, and then one of my budget pedal chat listeners viewers. I think it was on Facebook actually. I think it was John said John, John boy. He he said <laughs> um he said the best song in the world. <laughs> or I'll eat your soul. No, he, he he didn't want to eat my soul. Um he, he he put it into context and said actually on the used market you could pick up a, a Gordon Smith with the exact same specifications and those are like top quality like build quality rather than like pumped out of an Epiphone factory and you could pick them up for around this price you could if you hold out most days you might be able to pick up a studio like an uh, like a 90s studio or even um like one of the tributes for for about this price uh, there's actually no reason unless you're a massive green day fan and this is what you really want there's no reason why this this is better than those other ones. Mm. I, I love listening to Green Day, and um, it this just makes me disappointed in them. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on the guys because actually they've, they've reached a point in their career where they are like hella marketable. Um, yeah, they are they are phenomenally popular, aren't they? They really yeah. are. And like, if you compare it to Slash and Joe Bonamassa. I've I've seen like a couple of Green Day signatures. I see a new Slash signature every week. So. Yeah, I, I suppose Slash kind of came from that same sort of um, that LA sort of like. Hang on a minute, we're really run down. Even though his mum dated David Bowie, so I don't. I think he was within those sort of um, rock star. We're living that sort of rock star lifestyle um, at early age. Yeah, um, but it, like in terms of the the um, marketability um, and the sheer volume of like Green Day signature stuff, we've seen the pedal, we've seen a few like Gibson releases, we've seen an Epiphone release now. It's not it's not flooding the market at all. No, um, it's no. it's present, but it's not like it's it's not overwhelming like you like you will with slash and with like uh, like even hendrix as well like he's been dead god knows how many years um and yeah. actually like you can't get away from hendrix signature gear no uh, really so, so actually so, i don't i don't begrudge him but there's better deals out there like a, like a good second hand gordon smith would would absolutely do you right. Yeah, I would be very happy with a uh, a 
um, a studio or a Gordon Smith at that price, I'd I'd be over the moon. Absolutely, and and to be fair, like if you bought uh, like a second-hand studio, ripped the neck pickup out, and like converted it into like a a proto junior, that's way way more in the uh, in the spirit of like early Green Day than <laughs> than the signature is. So yeah, you know, but. Yeah, shame you can't pick up a couple of like old marsh lamps for the same sort of like discounted price. <laughs> well, I mean, you say that the um, the PV Windsor was apparently a really, really good uh, eight hundred um, clone. Uh, you can pick those up for about two hundred quid. Did you see the, the uh, video I put up on Pedalboard to Doom? Because uh, I got to the office early in Tompedia, and I was just sitting there playing with the JCM eight hundred. And no, we, didn't we, um, the night before a lad had brought over this Les Paul and he said, oh, yeah, you try this. And it was absolutely wonderful. Fucking, I was falling in love with this Les Paul. And I was just cranking this. Um, this is like nine o'clock in the morning. And I was cranking this JCM 800. And I just looked over at our vintage uh, cabinet where we've got all our vintage pedals. And I just saw this OD200. Uh, sorry, this OD2. Uh, OD1, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. And I was just like... Oh, I can do Iron Maiden now. I can I can do this. <laughs> so I just put everything together and just got like these brilliant Iron Maiden tones and I was just like, yeah, it's like cranking it. People coming into it. I was just going, fucking hell, Lee, we haven't even had our first coffee yet. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like a child in a candy shop. Yeah, um, absolutely I was. Because it, it, it's not a new JCM, 8, JCM 800. It's a, it's a fairly old one. The Les Paul was... Not vintage, but I think it was like nineties. Um, yeah, I was just, I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was fun. I reckon that's a good place to wrap it as well. It's mm. a good place to wrap it. We've got, we've, we've had a good run this week. Um, mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I'm going to extend a massive, massive thank you to our listeners. You are amazing. You are the people who make this thing worth doing. But. We but. need something more from you. We need you to share the love. We need you to go out there and share our podcast and help us grow this motherfucker because we we need you to be able to turn around to them and say to them, "Yeah, man, we liked these guys before they were cool." Because we're not that, we're not cool at the moment. You see. Um, <laughs> But seriously, get out there and share it for us, guys, if, if you're willing, because uh, to like let people know that you listen to us, that is. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm elbowing my uh, my guitar stand that is to the left of me, to the right is of that, me. Even. Is that a kinky thing you guys are into? <laughs> yeah, up here in the north. <laughs> um, let's, yeah. uh, let's give a shout out to our Patreon backers as well, because those guys let's are awesome. awesome. Yeah, and if you want to become a Patreon backer... Where do they go, Lee? Where do they go? Patreon.com go slash fret talk. Um, enough of that. That'll get us a copyright strike. Uh, <laughs> so we've got Mr. Andrew Bimson. We've got Mr. Adam Yeomans. We've got Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects of Masters of the Cinematic Universe and of the Just Surprise Me podcast. We've got <laughs> Mr. Hugh Erection. We we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. And we've got Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast and the Second Button 
podcast, which I listened to the first episode this, uh, in fact, today. Um, and I understand the reference. We didn't have Seinfeld. We didn't have Seinfeld at all. Not in the UK. Well, not that I'm aware of anyway. I was far too young for that. Um, He's now having a conversation with himself. So uh, I thought you and I could have a chat now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Seinfeld has uh, recently come on Netflix and I watched the first episode in solidarity to be able to listen to that podcast. And it was cool. Uh, I enjoyed both experiences. Um I was also playing <laughs> I was playing GTA three at the time. <laughs> um because of the new trilogy that's come out. But let's uh, let's not talk about that. I was <laughs> watching a video about the the uh, <laughs> uh about the um the, the things the that they need to improve. Yeah, which is basically year everything. old games. <laughs> yeah. I mean if they would have released the original games that would have been fine because they were great games. Um, but they didn't. They took all of those off like the Steam um, Steam library and then re-released them as worse versions. Um, but that but is... A- they're, they're, they'll fix them. That's the thing. They can fix them. It's not like you've got a disc and you're, you're, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's a towel for another day anyway. So mm. that's where we wrap up for this week. If you want to catch me online, I am Budget Pedal Chap. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And YouTube is the home to the No Talk All Tone series, which is featuring so many awesome pedals. And this week is the Iset Distortion. The one coming up this Friday is my very own Raise the Dead. The hand-painted Raise the Dead finally gets the, uh, the No Talk All Tone series treatment. Uh, and Lee, where can we find you? You can find me on Pedalboards of Doom, the group. I mean, we run the admin team there. And you can find me on Facebook, uh, just generally me and in the Facebook page. You can find me behind Tempedia. So we make all the interactive demos of guitars. And we're about to release a pickup world. Don't tell anyone, but it's going to be absolutely fucking mind blowing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait it's going to be so good that's a sneak peek it might be released already it might not but if it isn't don't tell my boss I told you um, <laughs> coming soon what else yeah so we've also got Instagram and we've got a fantastic YouTube channel with um, it, it's really really great if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel please do because you get Mr. Budget Pedal Chap here and myself Plus three other presenters making fantastic videos for you every single week. And I do a uh, a news episode every single week, bringing you up to date with all the latest news in the pedal and gear world. Absolutely, you do. And that is mm-hmm. a wonderful place to say, from myself, from Mr. Lee, say bye, Lee. Bye. It will be a tatty bye. And good night for this week. Bye. Goodbye.
I tried changing my computer password to my penis. The computer told me it wasn't long enough. 